Well, good evening and Merry Christmas. My name is Steve Heimler. I'm one of the preachers here, and you are most welcome here if you are among us as a guest. And for those of us who are members of our family, good to see you again. Now, we're reading tonight from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2, and it says this, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them a light has shone. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today is Christmas Eve, and by the reckoning of the church calendar, it is the last day of the Advent calendar. During Advent, we have been waiting, we have been longing for the arrival of Christ, and tomorrow on Christmas, we celebrate his arrival at last. At last. Those to me are the two most magnificent words in the entire lexicon of the English language. At last. These are the words that we speak, or at least they're the words we feel when the anxiety of waiting has finally passed. That which we have waited for has arrived at last. Our hopes are fulfilled. Our longings have been satisfied. All that we have hoped for has at last arrived. And that is what we come to celebrate this Christmas. We feel the full weight of this at last in the prophecy of Isaiah that we just read. He talks first about the darkness upon God's people, and then he talks about the arrival of the light. First he says, the people who walked in darkness, and then he says it even more emphatically, those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness. Now what is this darkness that shrouded God's people? Well, if you look back to the chapter before it, Isaiah chapter 8, we see that the, dark, the darkness is a metaphor for judgment. The people had turned from walking with God. They declared with their mouths, God is our light, but we no longer wish to walk in his light. We choose the darkness of idols made by our own hands, and in that darkness, we give our life. And that land of deep darkness was the land of judgment. For their sins, God would send his people out from their home into the land of exile under the darkness of enemy nations. Those enemies came into their land, burned their temple down, and led them out of the home that God had provided for them. And when they got to the land of their exile, they sat along the banks of the river, and they hung up the instruments with which they used to go into the temple singing and playing glad songs of salvation to their God. They hung them upon the willow trees because they no longer needed them in the land of this dark sorrow. But in that darkness, God had not abandoned them. This God who was full of compassion was the same God who said in the beginning, remember, page one of the Bible, let there be light. And there was light and God saw that it was good. 
In those days of creation, if you'll remember, God made two lights. He made one light to govern the night and the other light to govern the day. The moon was the lesser of the two lights. The sun was the greater of these two lights. When God said, let there be light, he said, let there be a lesser light and let there be a greater light. And into that darkness of exile, God gave his people a word of hope. As they sat on the banks, weeping, tears of lamentation, no longer needing their instruments of praise and honor to God. God gave them a word of hope. A light is coming. And notice in the verse that we read, there are two realities at play. First, into that darkness, it says, the people have seen a great light. This is the language of hope. The light has not yet shined upon them, but they have seen it. They've seen it like we see the band of color that is coming out of the night when the sun is first starting to break over the horizon. The light is coming. Those who walked in a land of deep darkness, for them now, even if, even if it was just a stripe of light blue, pink on the horizon, light was coming, hope was coming. We have seen it. Still we walk, walk in the darkness of our judgment, but we have seen the light. God has said it, and we believe the promise of light will come and drive the darkness away. But then, notice the second thing that Isaiah says. He says, not only have they seen the light, but on them a light has shone. There it is. There's the anticipation, and there's the arrival. There's the aching and the yearning. We have seen the light off on the distant horizon, and the light has shone upon us. Oh, at last. Anticipation and arrival. When the light comes to shine on God's people, the darkness of judgment will be driven away. But the real question is, what is this light that will drive the darkness away? And that's what we come to celebrate tonight, brothers and sisters. The light is Jesus Christ. We've already heard the good news proclaimed through the scriptures here. But let me remind you, the writer of the Gospel of John tells us so. In chapter 1, verse 1, he says, In him, in Jesus, was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And then later in chapter 8, Jesus himself declares, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness but will have the light of life. In the birth of Jesus Christ, the darkness of judgment was cast away. Formerly, God had sent lesser lights to his people. Prophets, priests, kings. And they were like the moon, that lesser light that God created which shone with reflective glory, but with no light of their own. But when Jesus was born, it was like the rising of the sun. 
which burns with its own glory and casts all the darkness away. It is through the birth of Jesus Christ that God's light and his grace and his mercy shines the brightest and he has come to shine that light on us. To those of us who walk in a land of deep darkness, on us a light has shone. We too, all these generations later, we too walk in darkness. We too walk in doubt and pain and suffering and uncertainty. But I have the great privilege of announcing to you tonight that the light of God's grace has broken upon us this Christmas in the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And in that light, we who belong to him now walk in confidence. And yet, we still wait. The light has shone upon us, yes, but one day Christ will return to shine even brighter. With a cry of command, he will descend from the clouds and banish forever the darkness of sin and death. And in that day, he will usher us into his everlasting kingdom. And we're told in that day, we shall worship him forever. But in that kingdom, it says, there will no longer be the lights of the sun and the moon. Rather, the whole earth and we who inhabit it will walk in the light that shines from the face of Jesus Christ himself. And all shall be well in that day. And all shall be well. And all manner of things shall be well. Nevermore will the darkness harass us. The light from his face will never cease to shine and all shall be well at last. So Merry Christmas. Jesus Christ is born and on us a light has shone. Let us pray. Our Father, we give you thanks that though we have stumbled in the darkness of our judgment, you have come to shine a light. You have come in the person of Jesus Christ to do what none of us could have ever done for ourselves. You gave us a place at your table and made us a part of your family through the atoning death of our saving Lord. We love you, Father, and we thank you for him. Now, as we come to celebrate the birth of our Lord, the great gift of your light. Grant us grace. In Jesus' name, amen.